Downtown Eau Claire is the place to experience amazing restaurants, entertainment of all sorts, and unique local shops to find your new favorite thing. Make your plans to join in the fun at the Eau Claire Jazz Crawl on Friday, April the 21st. Venues throughout downtown host world-class jazz performances from dozens of performers. Discover all downtown Eau Claire has to offer at downtowneauclair.org. All right, episode number 17. Welcome to the Blue Ox Running Podcast. We are getting into springtime 2023. I'm looking out the store window here, and we have no snow on the uh, sidewalk or in front of the store, which is very, very different than a week ago. Uh, Marathon season is getting in the air. It is almost April, but Alicia, what is your word of the day, word of the week? What's your word? Let's do... Let's do B words. So let's do B? braces and bucks. <laughs> See, there's, these are two different words than what you shared with me before we started the podcast. I love this. Alicia's getting more comfortable with improv. Uh, we will learn more about uh, apparently braces and bucks. I think I know where you're going with that when we come back from the theme song. So what's your spring running goal? To qualify for the Boston Marathon. Claim the beer mile title. Training for a triathlon. 20 minutes again under a fi- in a 5K. To run happy. Balance running and family. Finish Grandma's Marathon. To not die. <laughs> fast, 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 fast. Or slow. Let's go! Faster, slow! Let's go! Faster, slow! Let's go! from the theme song as, as i re- recall there's a lot of mooing at the back end of that so we are not talking about bulls or uh cows or ox yet but we are talking about braces and bucks what what do you have in mind for us this is a running podcast by the way we're in for those of you that don't know we are a specialty run store in eau claire wisconsin and we will get to the running fitness part of this podcast, but apparently we're going to talk about braces and bucks, Alicia. What's going because on? Because running is not always on my mind. I have other things in Me my neither. life. Me neither. Like the um, coffee I need right now. So it, we just wrapped up spring break and break. we went B-word. to a bucks game and saw Giannis and it was awesome. And bucks on break. It was, it was really cool. Yes. And then Shane got braces so if you see him he's got a new smile yeah our oldest boy is 12 years old going on 13 he's going to be 13 this week so we're going to have a teenager this is kind of a big year for us I feel like I think that every year Um, I get into the numbers a little too much I used to be a math teacher but this year is pretty big he's turning 13 we're going to have a teenager Um, this year is also you know coming up on six years to where we moved back from Eau Claire Shane was our old, he's always been our oldest, obviously, but he was in second grade when we moved to Eau Claire. Now our youngest is in second grade, so it's all moving very, very, very fast for us. So I know we talk about running advice. If anyone wants to give me yeah, teenager we're advice, need some coming teenager in the store, advice for sure. Um, feel free to keep that convo open too. I, honestly, I feel like I've been affected more than Shane. I mean, he had a hard first day with the tightness of the braces and it was a thing and and we actually had someone over for dinner and he wasn't able to be at the table he was like almost in tears with trying to eat and um there was some some good drama there but i he looks older like mm-hmm. it is kind of crazy the the days are definitely long right now 
We're in our peak season for retail. We're getting ready for the marathon season, but the years are flying by. I don't know if you feel like that, but I certainly am having a lot of dad moments lately. Alicia and I both turned 40 this year. Alicia already is 40. Woohoo! That's right. And I'm getting there uh, very, very soon. So someone asked me in the store yesterday, they're like, how's it being 40? I'm like, great. That's right. I think, I mean, I'm kind of excited for it. This is like the six week window though, that Alicia has her birthday before mine. And I always like to... He tells me every I day I'm older. I usually play it up, you know, every year, but this year, especially when we're straddling different decades, like she's in her forties and I'm in her thirties. This is a, this is a, this is a very good opportunity for me to feel young, even though I do not feel young right now. I feel... You married up. I've always married up, regardless of age. Okay. Bucks, braces, and marrying up. That's that. Um, anything else going on with your running? I know you did, I think, your longest run of your buildup yesterday. Because mm-hmm. you are how far away from your kind of spring goal? Yeah, I'm three weeks out. And I we're busy right now, like Adam shared. And so I like totally goofed and like thought I had longer. <laughs> so hence why my long run happened yesterday during the day. Usually my, you run your long runs on a Friday or a Saturday, like, but mm-hmm. Monday was totally weird for you. We got thrown back in after a spring break. It's just been yeah. kind of a foggy couple days. But it went good. It was fine. I um, did 22 yep. with a friend and I threw her for a loop too, just because she works and had to get it in. And But it went well and she was on cloud nine. I was, she was definitely feeling a little better than me. Well, even like... Alicia's running the Boston Marathon, and that's on a Monday. And even, honestly, for me, having a race day be on a Monday, or I've done it before where I do a, I do a, a adventure run or something on a random Tuesday or Wednesday, even that kind of screws with my training plan. It's not like it really messes it up, but even mentally, when you think of, oh, I have two weeks to go, oh, I have three and a half weeks to go, when it's kind of like leading into that next week, when you look at it on the calendar, I think this is what happened you hadn't had a down week for a while. And then spring break happened last week where we had our kids and we traveled a little bit. And that just kind of like, you know, when you kind of don't know what day it is or even what week it is, you kind of got off by a week Mm -hmm. with how many days you actually had until race day. And actually looking at the calendar, (laughs) looking at the calendar, it just didn't add up for you to do your longest run this week, uh, later in the week. Anyway, so just another lesson in being flexible and kind of having your plan be this little, um, you know, kind of a guide, but not set in stone. It's not your master. It's not telling you exactly what you need to do on every single day. Um, because it was written down six months ago. Like that just doesn't even make sense when you, when you live a life that's going to change. So I thought it went great. Yeah. And Honestly, even if I wouldn't have got that run in, yeah. like just to be flexible, like I'm fit, I'm trained. Like even if it didn't happen, that would have been okay too. Yeah, physically, it, it probably wouldn't make a big difference mentally for some people than others. Like getting technically the longest run in on the day they planned. Um, I've learned to be more flexible. I used to be very rigid with that, but um, hey, we're getting into our forties, and you can't you can't uh, can't do everything you want on every single day or in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. It's just a part of being a human at this point. Hey, we are super excited for this episode. Um, We are actually coming back to having a guest. 
Uh, the last couple episodes, if you haven't listened this year, we've been doing a little bit more, not coaching, but um, some advice episodes just when it comes to winter training, when it comes to, we want to do one on nutrition coming up pretty soon, um, but we want to get back to guests as well. We've got some really cool stories in the Chippewa Valley regarding the running scene. Um, something that I saw all over my social media uh, this last week was a group full of people did the Goggins Challenge. I don't know if people know about this or if everyone listening knows about this, but um, you're basically getting, um, I think, 48 miles within 48 hours, and you do it a really kind of fun, crazy way. So we'll get into that with our guest, but before we do that, we will put on the music and come back with our guest from the herd. <laughs> All right, we are back from that tiny little theme song, and we do have our guest, and our guest this week, episode 17, is Ood. And I'm not even going to try to do the last name, so Ood, give us a little introduction about how you got to Eau Claire Mm -hmm. and what your last name pronunciation is. All right, say your whole name. Yes. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to start with my last name, which is Bourguignon. You're going to find more French than this. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, as we mentioned, uh, born and raised in France, uh, found my way to Eau Claire, well, with, with work, really. So I worked for a, a food company. Um, so I was working for them in Switzerland, in the UK, and they brought me here in Eau Claire. Awesome. And yeah. when, when was this? I know that you've been around our group run for a few months. Coming up on a year? Uh, Over two years? I think so. I moved here right before uh, the world. Oh my goodness! So we didn't see you right away. Yeah, yeah. So there was a break with the group runs, and I believe I joined like when those resume in fall 2020. Yeah, yeah. So we were meeting up at the Blue Ox over there uh, in Garrison Park. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. See, time really does fly. the The years are going by fast. Um, Tell us a little bit about how. So you, I mean, you moved in at a really strange time, and a lot of now that. We're coming out of that shutdown phase, obviously, of the pandemic. You hear about people that have changed their life, but you wouldn't have otherwise known it because the world was shut down. People had a kid or people moved. Mm-hmm. You moved before the pandemic. But what was yeah. what was the timing and how did you kind of plug into the running scene in Eau Claire, whether it's through our group run or others? So really in terms of timing, I was planned to move here end of March 2020. So my flights were booked, the movers were moved, uh, were booked for end of March. Uh, the announcement came out that the border would close sometime oh, on yeah. the 11th of March mm-hmm. or something, that the border would close on the 13th for flights coming out of Europe. So um, yeah, I had my visa paperwork. I was training the person who was succeeding me um, in Switzerland and I had to make the call if I wanted to go on the flight <laughs> on one of the yes. last flight here or postpone my start. And I was so excited about coming to Eau Claire that I decided and with the agreement of uh, the company, obviously, and my boss at that time and the person who replaced me to jump on the flight on the 13th in the morning. So yeah. I had a lovely group of friends who took care of the move, my furnitures and so on, spent two weeks quarantine. Um, yeah, last two weeks of March 2020, so three years ago. Wow. Uh, training, actually, my replacement um, from, like, a distance through Teams meetings. Um, and then all I found out about Blue Ox, uh, it was actually colleagues of mine who used to work here uh, at Eau Claire, 
also from Europe. Um, and they're like, hey, you should totally come to Eau Claire. There is a running group, running store. There is an awesome marathon. So people yep. used to come here by their shoes. And that's how I heard about the group runs. Obviously, they were on, on pause yep. uh, during the pandemic. But um, yeah, I was happy to jump in when this all resumed mm. yeah. back there. I didn't realize it was actually like March of 2020, not yeah. just like, oh, during the pandemic time, like March is the month. March is the crazy yeah. month. And uh, th- and obviously international travel is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good to know. <laughs> Relating to your job, are you here like for a certain time frame that you know, or is it kind of what you want to do with the job? Yeah, so uh, on my visa, my work visa is for a maximum of seven years. Okay. I still have to figure out what I want to do next. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's one of the things that we've learned um, is you, not just moving with your job, but like you've done a lot of destination races. You've, mm-hmm. you know, when people know that you're moving to a community like this, they talk to you about the running store or the marathon because you've, you've been a, a runner well before you got here. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about some of the races or uh, the different countries and, and uh, runs that you've done outside of Eau Claire. Yeah. Um, so I actually started running in 2016. That was back uh, in Liverpool in the UK. Okay. So a friend there, Katie from work, say, hey, you should totally join uh, my group of friends we go for runs early in the morning and i was not an early bird at that time but uh, so the idea of running at 5 a.m was yes a little scary <laughs> um but that was that was really great and um so there was angie she was a local from liverpool and knowing that was coming from abroad she was like hey have you ever seen the Kernot building or the three graces on the pier head in liverpool and no, well, let's run there. And, yep. you know, so she would show me around during those long runs on Tuesdays. So uh, with that group, actually, I started racing. Um, so first was a 10K. I think that was a charity for um, our research for uh, against breast cancer. Um, that was that was hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's your first race, kind yeah, of? Yeah, first race. I, the Thursday before, I had a three-mile training, and that didn't go very well yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) so then race day came and katie (laughs) asked me do you want to follow like uh, aim for an hour or an hour 15 i'm like no way i'm running more than an hour i'm gonna shoot for 55 minutes (laughs) yeah (laughs) because i want to get it done type (laughs) of thing um so and then yeah i ran my first marathon it's a half marathon sorry in liverpool 2017 uh that was also with this group of friends a friend of mine traveled as well from paris to run it with me so that was pretty awesome um and then, well, rock and roll in Liverpool was uh, a really great race because obviously, City of the Beatles, yep. you get to see Penny mm-hmm. Lane and run on Penny Lane. You have wow. bands uh, all across the road and, and see. It's really like it was rocking. And unfortunately, I think those rock and roll series got canceled in yeah. Liverpool. So you kind of oh, longer would do it. But that mm-hmm. was uh, definitely uh, one of the highlights. Um, then, yeah, when I moved to Switzerland, I kept on. Uh, running too um, so 2018 was a big big running year um, I just I was running a half marathon about every month Wow! Uh, yeah. and I decided in May and that was during the half marathon in Lausanne so the way the route is done it's like a one way and you get from it, it's 
It's by Geneva Lake. So you just run alongside the lake for 13 miles until you make your, your way back to Lausanne. And you actually see the marathoners going, doing an out and back. So you are really? start in line and see the marathoners passing by. And um, so seeing people probably in their 70s, 80s, like turning at the turning point yep. of the marathon. And you're like, I should give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you see someone else do it, yeah, when it's you more see, doable. Absolutely. So I just, yeah, I, I'm like, okay, which marathon? And talking to people around at work of the runners, uh, Klaus was like, oh, New York is my way, my favorite. I'm like, all right, I'm going to give a call to a travel agency in Lausanne. I saw they have race package for New York. Right. Give them a call. And uh, they were like, well, guess what? I think it's your lucky days because we just had four cancellations. So we have actually four bips for New York. So if you game and want to bring friends, then yeah, we get you in. So, <laughs> so the New York City Marathon. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, like, <laughs> I hope people realize, like, that's the marathon she's talking about. It's like one of the biggest in the world. Yeah. That's your first marathon? That was my first. Okay. <laughs> I, that puts a little bit of person. This is like, Ood, how I know her. Like, you're just going to go to the deep end and jump in. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> one thing I love is, you know, wherever you're at, she started from not running at all. Right. Till, and whatever your goal is, you don't have to run a marathon, but to see like the journey of like 5K, you know, 10K, half marathon. And like I even thought this in Eau Claire, when you get to run places, you cover more ground. So you do get to explore a city in such a different yes. way and learn it in a different way. So I, that's really cool that you got to do that with running with friends and even during the races. We've even thought about that with Eau Claire. Like this was our college town. And um, when you're on the cross country or track team, you, you get to like know the city more than the average college student who's just kind of like in their apartment or dorm or uh, in their house and they know campus for sure. But exploring and knowing a city is um, a lot more possible when you're not just in a car going to work and back, got to go to the, the shopping spots and back, grocery. When you're running around it, you you get to know it a lot more, and you've traveled so much that I think that's hopefully an asset where you you get to like branch out of your normal, you know, Airbnb spot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you ran New York, right? That's your yes. first marathon. That was my first wow. marathon. Yeah. So we had those full bibs. I gave a call to my friend Heike. She's uh, in Switzerland, and I'm like, Hey, how are you game for the New York marathon? She's like sure <laughs> who's not game yes. for the new york marathon <laughs> and we had two other uh friends who work in the same company as me and uh yeah the four of us made it for the trip uh remember the day before we took the ferry to <laughs> Staten island and i was right. like this is so far away yeah this is not. <laughs> and was that your first time in the u.s uh, no, that was okay. not the first time. Yeah, I oh. came to the U.S. first time, I think, was 2016. Okay. Yeah, okay. For three weeks. Uh, and then did you do other marathons after that? or? Yeah, so then my friend, Aiko, she actually was very bummed because she ran New York in like four hours and three minutes or something. And she really wanted to break, break the four, four hours break mark. Four. So she contacted me like three uh, days later to say hey how about we were in paris in april <laughs> three days three days after new york yeah. yeah right like that's the second and third day is when the soreness is the worst yeah. but were you sore place. after you ran your first marathon i was sorry yeah, yeah. okay yeah. i was like because yeah. you just do so much is you know you 
are in many things. So I, I'm like, do you get sore too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. So oh. marathon number two was already scheduled. Did like you- was, uh, yeah, it was just after the New, New York thing. So I think she's, yeah, she was. She's such a good friend, like right. traveling to the U.S. to run with me. I'm like, I can probably go on a train and run Paris with her cool. in April. So we did that April 2019. Um, if you've never been to Paris, actually, I think the Paris Marathon is awesome for sightseeing. Mm. You don't realize, but you really can see all the spots. You run yeah. by the Eiffel Tower. You run by like Concorde, everything like along the Seine River. So it's right. it's mm-hmm. really awesome. You don't realize all. Actually, and well, coming back to our points about traveling in a, in a city and so on. Oh, you you see Paris as being very big, but when you start running around and so on, it's actually a very small and yeah, accessible it's quaint. city. Yeah. Yes, I was so. there in college, mm. um, and yeah, it does seem yeah. so massive. But you're right; everything's kind of together yeah. close by it reminds me of when we lived out east the marine corps marathon it yeah. goes around all the monuments in washington dc and to to do all that and to see all that with a car and traffic and parking is you know a full day but if mm-hmm. you're eight if they open up the streets and they have their permits paid and you pay the registration it's like a really unique opportunity yeah. to get into the nook and crannies of um, kind of prime real estate, mm-hmm. to say it differently. Um, one thing that sticks out to me as you're as you're saying this is uh, there's such a social component, like yeah. e- even how you started running, you know, and then you, you you did some shorter races and you're you're in a half marathon, but then you see somebody else do a marathon and you think I can do that too, but then a friend is doing it with you and then you're going to do it with your friend. Have you always been kind of leaning towards training and racing with? other people or have you ever gone out by yourself and and done an event by yourself or how do you kind of approach running all those miles whether it's by yourself or with other people yeah um i think it's mostly yeah the social aspect that i like and that's why also i kind of join group runs yes on like this opportunity of chit chat and like spend or do all those miles with a group um i train for the first like uh, for New York part of it or most of my training was on my own and it was it was hard like harder I would take my time it would be all different put music on but definitely the social aspect Mm -hmm. is my favorite way of going after a a run or a race yeah yeah Mm -hmm. And I can tell that. I feel like the first time that Oud was here, um, <laughs> a lot of times, and we don't want it to be like this. Some people say it's a little intimidating coming to, coming to a group run. Maybe they haven't run with other people. Some people think that everyone at a group run is like a fast runner, which mm-hmm. isn't true. Like we're all training for something. And um, there's just people all along, all different paces. And, and we want to make it welcoming. It, it shouldn't be intimidating. It's not intimidating. But Ud kind of shows up and she's just like, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm here to stay." Like you, I felt like you just inserted yourself to be part of the group from day one, mm-hmm. and that's really um, telling with what you want out of out of not just a group run, but out of a new city, you know, a new place to explore. And then we find out that she's in, you know, the trail running group, and she's in Moms on the Run, and she's not even a mom, and she, you know, she's in all these different groups that we know about, and it speaks to how welcoming, I hope, and we know that all these groups are, is that someone can not even be from Eau Claire and basically be in every single running group in Eau Claire. Well, and I want her to speak on those too, but I wanted to add for her, because, like, I have studied abroad only for six months, not as long-term as you, but to put yourself out there, yes. like it says a lot about your character of just, 
you know, it is like you're in this whole new place, meeting new people. And I feel like at least I can speak at our group run. You also like go up to new people and welcome them like you've been here for 30 years. Right. (laughs) So I feel like I'm always seeing um, her run with other people or someone new that needs to be talked to. So that's really awesome, too, because that's not always easy to do like everyone else should be doing that to her (laughs) right so right how did you find out about all the groups in town i mean Mm -hmm. was it just through people you kind of knew or was it one thing led to another i think more one thing led to another so i knew about blue ox before coming here to eau claire by my colleagues um we're big in liverpool let let me tell you people know switzerland yeah switzerland i think i know the couple was it a couple couple yeah i'm pretty sure i knew know who they are and talked to them in the store yeah sorry so blue ox was the first group run and then yeah and then um so I made a friend, a very good friend from Blue Ox, Nick. Yep. Um, so him, met him on the, the first run, started chatting. Uh, Thanksgiving 2020, I was invited for dinner, and I just decided it would be probably better to go on a run beforehand. I saw <laughs> Nick running by half one leg. Yep. And I'm like, hey, you mind if I join you for that run? It's like, I don't care. Like typical Nick yep. replies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I joined him. <laughs> and then uh, it, it kind of dragged me to the trail running as well community. Yep. Uh, trail running was not new for me. I had the opportunity to trail run back in Switzerland. Okay. Uh, so I really like it. And then uh, Mom's on the Run. So obviously word started spreading that I was running yep. um, at work. So a colleague of mine and Loa just came out and said, hey, do you want to do a come run with Mom's on the Run? I'm yeah. like, I'm not a mom. And she's like, you don't have to be a mom. That's so awesome. <laughs> Which is so true. You, you don't. But yeah, you don't. Yeah. most of them are moms. And I, yeah. I love that you're in it. <laughs> well, and you went on a trip with them, right? Yeah. I mean, I went, you're part of the group. You went on one of their like distance, I don't know what yeah. you call it, whether it's a trip, vacation. Running or vacation. Or yeah, running vacation. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, no, that was, uh, that's great. That's a great group mm-hmm. to, to, yep. to run with. We do things that I would not necessarily do by myself, like interval training, right. a little strength training, uh, and all pace is welcome too. And you yep. have people training for. Boston, I think we're going mm-hmm. to join as well yes. the, the trip, Alicia, and then yeah, people were just doing like going back yep. to kind of couch to five k type of plans. So awesome. yeah, great mm-hmm. range. Um, tell me about trails in Switzerland. Yeah. I mean, these pro- the trails in Eau Claire have to seem a little bit more mellow. Yeah, depending <laughs> on you know over in over in Europe, even some of the you know the Rockies and the San Juan Mountains uh, in in uh, United States, mm-hmm. they still American trail runners, even the professionals, struggle at how vertical it can get over there. Were you doing? really vertical type of runs or what were the trails so, like over there yeah the runs i did was nothing like crazy like your tmb or things like right, that right, right. uh it was uh 13 14 miles with like i don't know um i can you help me with elevation translating yeah. from meters yeah to just, feet? just say meters just <laughs> yeah. say meters <laughs> yeah like 1200 meters <laughs> incline yeah, or like uh 2400 <laughs> meters uh things like that yeah, so it's like seven thousand feet no big deal <laughs> <laughs> So you did run up a mountain. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of my favorite there is uh, Alec Half Marathon. And again, that was a friend, Thomas, who kind of told me, hey, let's go run that one together. And actually, you get all the incline in between uh, kilometer 19 and 21. Yep. The last two kilometers are just vertical. Just brutal. 
But yeah. you see, you stop, you have like a glacier, you have like, they give you like a yes. life-saving blanket, yep. the mm-hmm. alley foil, and you're like chilling, yep. kind of finish your shirt that you get at the top. So that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is yeah. very cool. <laughs> um, are you doing anything this spring? Like, are you training for anything? Or are you just kind of moving around and, mm-hmm. and doing, how do you approach training if you are training for something? And are you right now? Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually going to run the Eau Claire Marathon. Awesome. The full. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Hold on. Can I? She, you were on a relay last year, right? Uh, that was a 2021. Okay. Yeah. And, but you ran the whole thing. I ran the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I just well, had to was add that. that. The year, was that the year in the fall? I was like, I yeah. thought your leg was supposed to be over. Okay. Hold on. I saw hold you on. finishing. So I got the answer to my question. She's going to run the Eau Claire Marathon 2023, but. Back to 2021, <laughs> what happened? Uh, what happened? I signed two groups uh, from work, so two teams, because I think it would be awesome. Like, we could have like two people and chit chatting yes. on each leg. And the first leg, uh, Brenna was running with me. She had like, pain in her hip, and she was just like, Hey, what? I feel like you're you have energy, just, just go, don't worry about me. I'm like, No, it's something we signed up together, and if I want. A workout I'm just gonna run another leg and that's right. just fine and then one thing after the other so I ended up running leg two uh, so obviously you have two people jumping in uh, Nick was also there uh, yeah the relay is yeah. normally four people so you're running between five and seven miles at a time yeah so then so you're on leg two leg two I run it was a lot of fun I had the legs <laughs> and then leg three I see Jen and Lori and I'm like hey I'll what pace you guys think about running? And they're like, well, 10 minute miles. So I'm like, okay, I think I may give it a shot. And uh, I was just running on a trail and waiting for them, taking pictures and so on. I was so happy to spend time with That's the awesome. whole group. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey, do you think I can run the whole thing? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then last really came and I saw Nick removing his jacket, jumping. It's like, we're going to finish that together. I'm like, oh, we wish, we sure will. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, uh, yeah. I just ran the. Cool. Yeah. That's so that was, <laughs> I just remember because we cheer in front of the store and you were supposed to be like one, right? Yeah. I feel like I knew that because we like talk about what we're doing in group <laughs> run and stuff. And I was like, um, she's still she's out there. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't like a lot of relays the whole team will get together and cheer on that fourth runner mm-hmm. for the last, you know, two blocks and everyone kind of comes in together. But we're like, there's three miles left and she's been running since like, since I think we you could told us you like were felt good enough to even like talk to us and be right. like, no, I'm running the whole thing. <laughs> so. Well, you hear about, I mean, you hear about some people, I, I think there was actually an elite athlete that thought he was, he, he prepared to do a half marathon and he went to the wrong starting line or they started the marathon runners beforehand or something like that. And then he realized like three to four miles in the race that, oh, I'm in the marathon right now. And he just ran it, you know, <laughs> which is a big deal to double, but oh, like quadrupled. Yes. I just, yes, that's a fond memory from that day. Do you do any other activities or cross training besides running? Um, I like biking too. So that's also something I started a little bit more here in Eau Claire when it's a little bit flatter yep. uh, <laughs> and what what are your other not even fitness related like what are your other hobbies besides just running or and that's okay um, if it is run, only running yeah no I, I would be uh, I'm, yeah also watching series or going out restaurant dinners yes. and so on I like yeah, yeah 
food for sure. What <laughs> what restaurant have you really liked in Eau Claire? Uh, well, it depends on what you want to eat. I like Thai orchid when I want a pho or something like yes. after longer, and it's pretty nice. Like have all this salts and yep. broth, and um, I like also pizzas like next door at mm-hmm. the informalist. Um, yeah, these are kind of yeah, most yeah. of my two go to things. Um, let's wrap up talking a little bit about culture and just how different maybe America is than where you came from. And we can, you know, we can talk about the running culture too, because I feel like there are differences at many different levels, whether people are competitive or even not competitive and recreational. Um, I feel like the American culture has a lot of performance driven goals and people know their pace and we're always looking at our GPS, uh, Strava data and things like that. Um, whereas, uh, like when I hear you say, yeah, I just kind of asked them, you know, like how fast are you going to be running? Oh, I can kind of do that. You're, you're a little bit more go with the flow and maybe that's part of your personality, but moving to the U S what differences do you see here when it comes to, uh, many things, whether it's job related or culture related, or even how that spills into how people approach running? Yeah. Um, well, I believe in in Europe things may be a little bit more straightforward. Uh, yep. There is less of this positive enforcement, or you're doing great, and yep. so on. Like, yeah, really, if you're training for a certain pace or a certain like you, you'd be completely, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. Uh, like there, like someone's not like cheering you on. Is what yes, you're saying? I would probably be okay. yelling and like, "What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell? Okay. Like yeah. a faster type of thing." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, the U.S. is more like, "Hey, you're doing a great job." Yeah. You know, even and if they, someone's like puking their guts out yeah. and they're like going backwards, they're like, "Hey, good job! Like gold medal! Like this is what you came out here for." It's like, yeah. no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think there is a lot more of like, uh, yeah, positivity uh, spin yep. to things like. You speak about opportunities, not, um, not, um, I don't know. Yeah. Like the uh, downfalls or, yes. Yeah. Yep. Let's see what I mean. So that's probably the main, yeah. main yes. thing. Yeah. How long does it take to get comfortable, not just in a city with the running part, but like you, your job is taking you many places. Do you mm-hmm. feel like every time you go somewhere new, it's kind of this two week culture shock or is it like a month or are you just kind of used to it and you kind of dive right in yeah uh, i believe the first move was uh more complicated like moving from uh, switzerland to the uk um especially as manager when it comes to get give feedback to people and it's not your mother language yep. mm-hmm. and yes. you have to also this positive spin on things which exists as well in the UK and you come with a very direct upfront yep. Yep. <laughs> type of French thing uh, so that was uh, a little bit more complicated luckily like at work I had this um, coming to the US I had this option to have kind of a cultural training so kind mm-hmm. of interact with um, a German person with mm-hmm. in the cities uh, we've been there for 20 years. We just highlighted the main differences and things to be careful about. Um, right. The space uh, thing, like uh, your bubble in Wisconsin, yes. like when you see yeah, how vast is the state and how low density of people as yes. well. Like, yeah, like uh, being kind of apologetic if you're like uh, <laughs> yep. three feet from someone when in Europe we're used more to be uh, yep. close. close to each other. So all this type of things to be aware of. And um, yeah, uh, another thing was how people will tell you how we would absolutely love to have you, but like 
it's it's not personal. Sometimes it may just not happen because that's it's the like a way. formality. Yeah, formality. Yes. Uh, when that's you, in Europe or in here? Yeah, here. here. Yeah, yes. when in Europe, you never offer someone to yes. to say, Unless "Oh, I would totally up. love to see you." Yes. yes, you really mean it. So it was like, yes. "Hey, just just don't take this as huh. like uh, something formal." Uh, take your distance. So that was, uh, I think, the two advices: the distance and don't, uh, yeah, don't be upset. Like yes. if people yes. tell you that, and there is uh, no intention behind it because it's not personal. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Those are good reminders for yeah. us, so, though. I'm like, so man, we hear. should like follow through on what we say. <laughs> well, even I mean. And yeah. we started the whole episode talking yeah. about, man, like kids are getting older, like life just keeps piling on mm-hmm. um, good things, like uh, yeah. s- stores growing, businesses growing, uh, kids are growing. There's just more responsibility. There's more, more, yeah. more, more, more. Um, but it can lead to a very busy, mm-hmm. overwhelming, um, not just lifestyle, but mindset where you're yeah. constantly just like stimulated. There's constant consumption. We're not at a lack of content to consume. Do you feel like um, in Europe it's a little bit more laid back? Because, uh, or I mean, there's there's tons of industry, tons of things being done. But do you feel like approaching either running athletics or the workplace, it feels a little more laid back? Yeah. Where you come here, it feels so busy, and people aren't able to connect personally. Or yeah, I not necessarily on people connection. I think. Yeah, they are more laid back lifestyle in yeah. Europe for sure. Like um, a bit more work life balance yes. and uh, things like that. That in in the US where it's always like every, all the stores remain open yep. uh, all week long. You have extended hours in Switzerland, for instance. You can't find a store open on the Sunday. Everything closed down at yes. Saturday at five p.m. Yep. And like if you're not organized like myself the only option yep. <laughs> that is left for you is to do your grocery shopping at the train station because that's the only thing <laughs> that's open. open right so you've got to adapt yeah. uh, because yeah. it's not there's yeah. some responsibility see they're very good things like we said before we're big in switzerland from day one we close at five on saturday and then we're not open again until there monday <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're Swiss after all. My last question would be, I know you've tried a lot of different shoes here, and yep. she purchases all of her shoes here. Um, are there a lot of different brands overseas that, yep. like, a lot of these are, like, new to you that you've tried, or did you, like, where were you repeating brands when you came here? So I came here wearing, like, running in with a... Asics Nimbus because okay, I had yeah. got a shoes fitting back in Liverpool uh, and then I, st- I think I started getting the Nimbus also from the yeah. shop uh, nice. I tried uh, the New Balance the 1080 yep. as well they were nice and now I'm like so conies that yeah. I did shift. not we're shift a little straight. bit we're, yeah. we, we're kind of twins <laughs> with shoes we, I've done the 1080 I, uh, the endorphin shift and yeah. have you gone back to the Nimbus uh, is that just updated? No, but I heard that they're great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, any brand that you wore overseas that like we don't have, or I'm just interested in like what a lot of um, people wore. Yeah. No, I was running with ASICs. Okay. So yeah. I could yeah. find uh, worldwide. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. always just assume and, those things aren't available, but they are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, last question as we close out. What is your favorite part of Eau Claire? You could say something big, small, food, running group, whatever. But like, what's been your favorite thing since you've been here in Eau Claire since 2020? Uh, I think the community and like people so welcoming and, and nice. And yeah, definitely all the friendship here. Yeah. yeah. 
That's awesome. So, speaking of community, um, yeah. we're going to close out the episode. But if you want to take a look at what Ode and a handful of people did this last weekend, it was pretty impressive. Um, it was David Goggins forty eight. How they call it? Four four uh, forty eight. Four yeah. by four by forty eight. So. <laughs> <laughs> you basically run four miles every four hours. For 48 hours. For 48 hours straight. With, with another running group, the Ash House Harriers. Yes, the Ash House <laughs> Yes, absolutely. That was the one missing on the list. Yep. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so I know we didn't and, get into that a lot, yeah. but we saw there's pictures of like 1 a.m. runs, 9 mm-hmm. p.m. runs. I mean, every four hours. So yeah. 1 a.m., 5 a.m. And I actually uh, met Pat during uh, the Alex project. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's how... And you can even check out our Instagram or Facebook page. We feature people in the community, and Ode was featured, um, that shows some of her travel runs and things she's involved in as well. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? No. Awesome. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for coming. This is super fun. (laughs) So with that, we're going to close her out. One, two, three. Fast or slow. Let's go. Fast, 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 fast. Fast, fast, fast.